Thanks for your time this morning, Mr. Faulkner. Uh, good morning, Jacqueline, and to all the listeners. Now, how do you suggest government should have dealt with this issue? Well, first of all, I think it's, it's important to stress that there, there are alternative ways of uh, connecting with those who may have uh, no documents or their documents may be out of order, uh, involving inviting people to meetings and, and so on and so forth. What we were concerned about was the nature of the raid that took place in the dead of night, with a very large, almost paramilitary force involving the army and a private security company, uh, scooping up 400 people, many of whom are not undocumented, uh, not giving them enough time even to gather their documents and, um, I must add, their medication together, and taking them down to the central Joburg police station and leaving them there for days on end, not knowing uh, what's going to happen to them. And we think the damage that's done by that type of action to community relations and the damage that's done to the confidence and uh, and uh, the the sort of fear factor of those those communities already besieged is is really very very damaging we think there must be another way that's open uh, rather than these military style operations so uh, what exactly are you going to do moving forward in order to try and you know uh, basically get police and government to deal with these matters in a manner that you deem acceptable well we've done two things really the first thing is that we've mobilized all the people that supported our magnificent march through the streets of Johannesburg and alerted them to the fact that these people are being have been arbitrarily arrested and have been subjected to denial of their rights and so on so there's been very good mobilization. Uh, Secondly, we've taken legal action through our friends in Lawyers for Human Rights. Uh, And this is a very sad sad, uh, thing to report, that here we are in 2015, living in a democratic society with an absolutely wonderful constitution, and yet we have to rely upon Lawyers for Human Rights to go to the High Court to seek an interdict for, first of all, to gain access to those who have been arrested. Can you imagine that people were denied access to legal representation and, and advice? And then secondly, to take an interdict to stop deportations taking place before people's documentation has been properly checked. Now, we think it's a very sorry and sad state of affairs when an operation by the Joint Ministerial, Commission, um, Joint Ministerial Committee on looking at the question of crime uses tactics like this instead of really trying to get, undermine the, the, the causes of crime and so on. So that's what we're doing. We're going to be engaging through, uh, through David Makura, the, the Premier, who's been very supportive of the anti-xenophobic activity that we've been engaged in. Uh, but he's helping to facilitate a meeting with the Joint Ministerial Committee members. And we will put to them very strongly that operations like this, Operation Fiela, which is supposed to be tackling crime, is doing more harm than good if it blames so-called illegal immigrants for crime. We think the equation of, of being undocumented with crime is a very unhealthy one and can actually fuel xenophobic sentiment rather than undermine it. Given that there is a problem with illegal immigrants coming into the country, what do you say to those people um, who would say that uh, through your actions you are, in a sense, uh, basically condoning this sort of behavior? Well, nobody's condoning illegality of any description. But, you know, being undocumented or not having the correct paperwork is not tantamount to being a criminal. And we think, if you look at the evidence of the actual numbers of people who are undocumented, it's a very small minority of a minority. 
you know, contrary to often the, 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 some of the messages that are put across in the media, you know, our country is not being swamped by illegal immigrants. Our inner cities are not being completely taken over by illegal immigrants. There are immigrant communities. By and large, they manage to be integrated and so on. And that's the case of every major city in the world at the moment. It's the very nature of the globalized world we live in. The populations are shifting, are moving, etc. What we really need to do with our wonderful constitution and our record of sitting around a table and negotiating and talking away these issues rather than acting preemptorily is to make sure that our immigration system is a human rights-based approach, has a human rights-based approach, and that we fundamental with the fundamental rights of all of our citizens and people within our country are protected and reflected in the immigration policies that we have. At the moment, using immigration policy or breakdowns in the immigration policy to attack vulnerable communities to, seems to us to be completely ir- irresponsible. And that was Steve Faulkner of the Coalition of Movements Against Xenophobia. Meanwhile, the government has defended Operation Fiela, which it says is aimed at ridding the country of illegal guns, drugs and prostitution rings. And to respond to the accusations, we are now joined on the line by the spokesperson for the Interministerial Committee on Migration, Pumla Williams. Ms. Williams, thanks for your time as well. Now, there are claims surrounding abuse of rights during the search and seizure operations. Are these operations conducted uh, in a manner that actually safeguards people's rights? Sakina, good morning and uh, good morning to the gentleman that uh, was speaking on behalf of the coalition. And I think I want to start off by saying that we are on record in saying that this country is not a xenophobic country. And the intervention that has been made recently is as a result as a result of the feedback that we have obtained as government from the communities and also from the representatives of the foreign nationals, from business, from churches, from from civil society. And all of them were consulted. One of the central things that have been raised with government is that government assist us we have a problem with drugs, we have a problem with the prostitution, we have a problem with generally crime, we have also a problem with people who have come and who have not done what is expected to be done by a foreign national when he enters a particular country. Nobody in South Africa is not documented. From birth, people are documented to adulthood people are documented, to a point when they die, they get documented. It cannot be correct that we have people who come to our country to seek employment, who then opt to say we will jump the fence, we will come illegally, we will stay illegally, we will find illegal means of surviving. That is anarchy. We cannot accept it. We have a problem with also some of the companies that are employing people, violating the labor relations issues. Surely you cannot expect government to sit back and allow anarchy when we don't even allow it to anybody in South Africa. And we are saying that if this is not targeted, and I think the gentleman is correct, 
that a lot of foreign nationals that have come into our country, they have been integrated within civil society, within our communities. So it cannot be as correct when we are then directed by the very same communities to say these are the areas where our children get drowned in drugs then we are told that we are targeting foreign nationals. And for the gentleman's own information, some of the arrests that have been made are not necessarily foreigners. They include some of South Africans who have been wanted for criminal activities that have also taken cover in some of the areas that we have visited. And we want to reiterate that as a South African government, we will continue and we have been assured by the police that all the raids have been done in the most humane way. There, has no, there hasn't been any violation. And surely, Sakina, you can't then expect us to say the police must deal with this and they must deal with it by writing letters and saying, no, we will be coming at such and such a time to come and check for drugs. There's no way that the police will actually do these raids in the manner in what the gentleman is suggesting, that there should be some kind of a notice that we will be coming at 8 o'clock. Please be sure that you have anybody. I mean, if I can ask you right mm. now, do you have all your documentations in place, even if you don't have them with you? But if you are required to say, can you please give us your travel document or your ID, you will produce it.